0: This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman for a suite of professional-grade products from Protocol for Life Balance, which can help manage stress and promote a positive mood. Macuna Purians, 5-HTP, and L-Tryptophan. They support proper brain and nervous system function, relaxation, and restful sleep. Their ingredients are of the highest quality and backed by solid scientific data. They're available now at drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. That's drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance for more information and to order. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and today we're going to talk about ketogenic diet. We're going to talk to an expert. Uh, he's really uh, been far outpacing most of us in his adoption of uh, the low-carb lifestyle. In fact, his moniker uh, is uh, Livin' La Vida Low Carb. Uh, he has. He's the host of the Livin' Low Carb Show. Uh, He's known to many of you who are enthusiasts about uh, keto diet and low-carb dieting. Uh, Jimmy Moore is today's guest. And so it's a pleasure having you on the program, Jimmy. And I understand uh, also uh, your wife, uh, Christine Moore, is on the line. Uh, She is co-author of Real Food Keto, which is your latest book.
1: Hey, man! It's good to be back on your show again. And yes, it's such a privilege to have this lovely, beautiful lady that I call my wife beside me. And she's very nerdy in her talking, so I can't wait for you guys to talk. Hey, Chris.
2: Oh, hey! Thanks for having us on.
0: Oh, good. Okay, so we can really get into the weeds in terms of uh, you know all the uh, the technology and the uh, deep concepts behind keto for sure. dieting. Uh, so, so just to provide us with a little uh, perspective uh, for those. Of our listeners who don't know that much about you, uh, tell us about uh, your journey. Uh, you know, when did you embark on it? And, of course, you know, you have uh, a personal history uh, where you've achieved some great success by adopting low-carb diets.
1: Yeah, so actually I'm in my fifth. 50- year uh, of doing a low carb diet. It was January first, two thousand four, that I started on this way of eating after reading a diet book for Christmas. That ironically, Christine's mom <laughs> gave me for Christmas, Doctor Atkins's book. Huh. Uh, and so I read Doctor Atkins, and that New just diet solidified Revolution.
0: the relationship right there. You, she had you <laughs> at that Doctor Atkins book, and that was it. It was love oh, at first sight. Oh.
1: Yeah, I'm not saying anything bad about my mother in law on the radio. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, it, she had done you, that. You for may have resented
0: years. it at first. She said, well, you know, diet I book. Did I did actually.
1: Know. Yeah. yeah I, I think anybody that gets a diet book as a gift. Um, yeah. Thanks. I'm fat. Appreciate it. But,
0: Appreciate but she that. had your well-being in mind.
1: Uh, in hindsight, yes. <laughs> so anyway, I, I started on that diet thinking this guy is whacked. There's no way you lose weight or get healthy eating more fat. And cutting your carbs, which is kind of the basics of a ketogenic diet,
0: eating bacon cheeseburgers and throwing away the bun.
1: Well, we'll get into that here in a minute, but sure. that is a way that you can do it. Sure. So, so then I I went on that diet and was able to lose 180 pounds in one year. It's kind of my claim to fame, uh, weight loss wise. But for me, it it took it, that was the beginning. That was just the beginning of this journey that turned into, as you mentioned earlier, Live in Levita Low Carb as my branding, and then a podcast by the same name and other podcasts, and then international bestselling books, Keto Clarity, The Complete Guide to mm-hmm. Fasting, The Ketogen Cookbook, and now my new and real food keto. Uh, you know, Being able to do this now for a living full time, I'm standing right now in my recording studio doing five podcasts a week mm-hmm. from right here behind this microphone. Oh, your so kindred spirit. <laughs> so it's pretty much an honor to be able to do what I do for a living. And I think back to 16-year-old Jimmy Moore, who is fat and, and and on his way to sickness and really nowhere going in his career. Now talking about health, I would have laughed in your face if you'd have told me that's what I'd be doing in my late 40s.
0: Well, you? it wasn't if you hadn't tried to, main, to optimize your weight before adopting a, a low-carb diet. Is, isn't that correct? You had attempted various diet regimens. Before. Oh, yeah.
1: I think, I think anybody that has uh, weight on their body has always done what I like to refer to as the default diet. Mm-hmm. The default diet is when all else fails and you're wanting to get serious about your health, just cut your fat, uh, eat more whole grains, go to the gym and exercise, right. walk on the treadmill, reading a, a, a magazine, and that's the way to health. And reading Dr. Atkins's book kind of turned all that on its side and it kind of sparked within me that there's got to be a better way. And even to this day, I'm constantly looking at things to hone my diet and even my lifestyle choices even more. We got rid of all the household cleaners in our house, and we now use essential oils. Mm -hmm. The underarm deodorant got rid of that and now using better ones that made from coconut oil. So you, you constantly are Honing in on better and better choices in your diet and lifestyle.
0: Because there are dietary and environmental obesogens, the uh, so-called estrogen mimics, uh, which may uh, cause your fat cells to become more avid for um, retaining uh, extra caloric energy.
1: Well, and my wife can articulate very thoroughly about how the toxins get stored up in those fat stores, which makes it extremely difficult for the body to let go of that in some people, uh, because it's trying to protect you. People think, you know, fat on, in the midsection is, is gruesome and gross, but they don't realize that's their body's mechanism of trying to keep them from being harmed by the heavy metal toxins and other. Th-
0: things that they're sort of like uh, uh super fun sites for the toxins that your body is trying to get rid of
2: yeah yeah exactly Yeah.
0: well please chime in uh, christine let you know let's hear a little bit more about that,
2: sure. that idea so um as as you know there are toxins everywhere it's hard to avoid them and so the body um The detoxification pathways happen through um, the liver mainly and the toxins are removed through the bile. So you get them, rid of them through your urine and your feces and sweat and other things. So what happens is there are many things that can slow down this process. If your digestion is off, you know, that's if you're not eating enough fat in your diet, you're not going to be producing the bile that's going to be keeping that flowing, you, if you're dehydrated, your the bile flow is going to slow down and become stagnant. Uh, so this is going to inhibit your detoxification process. If um, you're deficient in certain nutrients, uh, for phase one detoxification, you need B2, B3, magnesium, and a, a, an enzyme that's created by the adrenal glands called cytochrome p450 Mm -hmm. so if you are deficient in these things then phase one detoxification is going to be compromised and so if you are one of those people that drink one cup of coffee and you get jittery afterwards that's a sign that phase one detoxification Mm -hmm. is compromised so if phase one is uh, compromised then phase two is going to be compromised?
1: I told you she was going to be nerdy, man.
0: <laughs> no, 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 this is this is gris for the mill for our listeners because we uh, we have a very uh, we have a wonky listenership. We also have a lot of uh, yeah. practitioners who, who are listening to this podcast, so that that's that that level is fine, Christine. But I, yeah. you know I think the point of that is that uh, there are some studies that actually suggest that uh, weight loss itself is a self-defeating process because when you uh, shrink your fat cells, you mobilize these toxins, they flood mm-hmm. back into your system. And they uh, they're toxic. And what, toxins do is they slow metabolism, they slow chemical reactions, and one of the most important chemical reactions that's going to occur uh, in weight loss is energy burning, uh, thermogenesis, mm. and when you, um, when you mess up your energy pathways, you, you, your, your metabolism slows down, you can't lose weight. So it, uh, that may be why some people have uh, really difficulty, they plateau, uh, even with enormous caloric restriction, uh, they can't lose weight. And perhaps the, the toxicity element uh, has something to do with that. So detoxing is, is certainly an important aspect of a comprehensive weight loss program.
2: Right. And that's why with my clients, I always like to look at their digestion first and their blood sugar regulation. One of those two things first, because if those areas are compromised, then if you do try to do a detox plan, then it's just going to make them really sick. So yeah. I have to make sure that those pathways are open first, so they can effectively get rid of the toxins without them going back into the body and building up.
0: And that's why some people, when they uh, lose weight rapidly, they just feel awful. And yes, and, you know, we and ap- apropos of that, you know, maybe either of you can uh, chime in on this subject. Uh, when undertaking a ketogenic diet, people experience what could be termed a keto flu. What What's going on? And you know, should this be uh, something that should deter people from uh, going ketogenic?
1: I so hate that term because people <laughs> think, oh, I got sick from the ketogenic diet. No, no. Mm-hmm. You actually had a very natural thing happen because when you're dumping glycogen stores, when you're trying to shift your body from being a sugar burner to a fat burner, you're dumping glycogen, but you're also dumping lots and lots of Water, Mm -hmm. which is what the glycogen is stored in in your muscles. And in the process, also dumping electrolytes in the form of sodium and potassium and Mm -hmm. magnesium and various things like that. And so when people don't replenish these things in the early days, especially they start getting quote flu like symptoms. Just eat more salt, Mm -hmm. have the potassium, you know, get, get water back into your body again. I, I think that's an excuse that doesn't have any uh, meaning anymore to me mm-hmm. because there's just too much information out there telling you what to do. Now do it.
0: But it does suggest that people shouldn't simply hurl themselves into a ketogenic diet imprudently, uh, completely cutting out carbs. They have to take certain precautions. They have to hydrate well. They have to, uh, as you say, uh, maintain electrolytes, particularly potassium. I actually had uh, a patient uh, the other day who she recounted one of her escapades uh, on her own. This is uh, not under our direction. But she said, well, I wanted to try the ketogenic diet. She said, well, I ended up in the emergency room. I was weak and woozy, and they told me I was dehydrated and my potassium was like abysmally low and I said well you know that's that's what happens unless you prepare yourself for this uh, this this major switch so uh, either of you you know ketogenic diet uh, has now become, I think, one of the most controversial things in the field of health and nutrition. Uh, on the one hand, there you know there are tremendous number of acolytes now. There's a great deal of acceptance. It's kind of all the rage. On the other hand, there are people who say, "Okay, ketogenic diet, yeah, you know, you can lose some weight, but it's terrible for you. It, it, it's it and long term, especially, it's gonna it's gonna undermine your health. So what what do you say to the doubters and the detractors?"
2: it's really hard to overcome the mainstream i guess um things that our doctors and media tells us but and 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 keto the ketogenic diet may not necessarily be for every single person um some people may be able to handle a few more Carbohydrates. If you're an athlete, um, I have to look at my clients as um, individuals. Mm-hmm. We all have bioindividuality, so I, I look at their situation. So, but I think the ketogenic diet can benefit most people, and the one of the big reasons is because of the fat in the diet. Now, it's it's important to get a healthy mix of all the fats. So you have your saturated fats, monounsaturated fats, and polyunsaturated fats. You need a a healthy mix of all those. Um, fats, as you know, are very good for so many things they need, they're needed for hormone production, for a healthy immune system. Um, I mean, so many things, uh, getting enough fat in the diet helps to stoke bile production when it, once it gets to the duodenum. So, uh... That's many reasons why a low-fat diet, um, and me personally, I dealt with this. I did a low-fat diet in my early 20s, and I ended up having to have my gallbladder out. Mm -hmm. Had I known, you know, then what I know now, I probably could have prevented that by just adding more fats into the diet. And
1: and And that's really…
0: I'm sorry, and that's really a a paradox because the vast majority of people and doctors are under the impression that what causes uh, gallbladder disease is excess fat. And that's because actually when you have stones and you take in fat, sometimes you get a contraction of your gallbladder because your gallbladder becomes active to mobilize the fats and you get a gallbladder attack. But in terms of the actual causation of the stones, it's often a high-carb, very low-fat diet. In fact, people who diet on a low-fat diet they're extraordinarily prone uh, to requiring uh, getting their gallbladder taken out. That, that's a consequence of you know many of the people who do diets like uh, Biggest
1: Losers. Mm. Yeah. What I was going to say, Dr. Hoffman, is you've been around this business for a very long time. You remember when the Atkins Diet came out and, and he was starting to say things about the ketogenic kind of approach through his work. I think the difference now in 2019 compared to when Dr. Atkins was first talking about this in the early 70s and then into the 90s before his tragic death in the early 2000s, um, is we have a lot more science now. It's not Mm -hmm. just people that are acolytes for this. We actually have researchers that are actively looking at it. I'm really excited about the work of Virta Health and Dr. Sarah Hallberg and her new study that she's been doing. She got published last year, which actually influenced the American Association now changing their guidelines to allow doctors to use ketogenic diets as an option for people with type 2 diabetes.
0: Yeah, a, a very exciting uh, results of studies that uh, show, uh, you know, virtual complete reversal of type 2 diabetes uh, with either a ketogenic approach or in some cases an intermittent fasting approach. Uh, these approaches have uh, gone mainstream uh, when they once were thought to be really heretical. I mean, it dates back, I think, to our training as physicians. You know, we learned about diabetes, and we know, learned about uh, people uh, who were suffering from uh, ketosis. Uh, they were, you know, in a severe form of diabetic decompensation. And we confused it with a normal physiologic re- adaptation to a low-carb diet, which can actually be beneficial. It doesn't mean you're going to go into a ketogenic shock. Uh, because you, um, you know, don't have that donut.
1: And again, I think the sophistication of the information that's been out there now for many years, that whole ketosis versus ketoacidosis is a non sequitur. I, I don't think it's an issue anymore because most people now get it.
0: Okay, folks, at this point, let's pause and allow one of our sponsors to share this important message with you. This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Healthy Aging providing you with the unique energy support of pure N.T. Factor. N.T. Factor is the only nutritional formula clinically proven to reduce fatigue, whatever the cause, whether it be age, illness, or just being run down. N.T. Factor from Nutritional Therapeutics repairs damaged cells and restores healthy bacteria in your digestive tract. Clinical trials have shown N.T. Factor reduces fatigue by almost half and it even reverses some symptoms of aging. I've been taking Factor for years with a 45-day money-back guarantee of nothing to lose. To order, call 800-982-9158. That's 800-982-9158. Or go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Thanks for listening, and thanks for supporting our sponsors. They're what make Intelligent Medicine a continuing free resource to you. And now back to our guests, Jimmy Moore and Christine Moore. And you recently, uh, interviewed, I noticed in your blogs, uh, Dr. Eric Westman, who's really been a, a pioneer in, uh, low carb research, actually inspired by Dr. Atkins because before Dr. Atkins, he was not, uh, that, to- oriented he was not, that. yeah, he, did, he became a convert. <laughs> and, then, and he said, you know, he's, he, you know, he's an ordinary physician and he just got really excited about the potential of low carb dieting, began doing the actual research in part initially funded by, uh, Dr. Atkins. Um, and so what does he have to say about the latest research?
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he actually backed away from it because he was kind of the troubadour out there when no one else was doing the research uh, in the late 90s, early 2000s. And somewhere around mid 2000s, he backed away because he started seeing other uh, nations and other groups starting to look at the ketogenic diet. And he was like, OK, I, I put in my dues. But he's he's amazed at it. Um, and he's really happy to see that the legacy that Dr. Atkins started, uh, and he's told me privately, you know, Dr. Atkins was never interested in getting research. He's like, it works. I don't have to have it mm-hmm. studied. Yeah. And, and Eric was trying to explain to very him, much a clinician. Uh, well, you, yeah. Yes. You get more legitimacy if you get research papers that show the, the veracity of what you're doing. Uh, so anyway, yes, I, I do think, and especially now with keto being the big buzzword in the diet world. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to now spur even more funding of studies. What we're going to see in the next five to 10 years is going to be really, really exciting.
0: Do you see, however, uh, a potential for cooptation of of uh, the keto movement, because now we have, you know, this keto, that keto, keto shakes, you know, keto supplements. Uh, Do we need all that, or is that legit, or is that just sort of an appropriation of a a simple idea, which is to eat uh, a predominance of dietary fat with some protein and very little carbs?
2: So it is kind of interesting watching all these companies come on and try to, uh bring keto products. I mean, we just got something in the mail the other day that claimed it was keto and we looked at the ingredients and we were like, how in the world can they say that this is keto? They they're just really in it because keto is a hot topic. It's a brand. And it's a brand. they they yeah. yes, yes, and they want to make money off of it. So, my philosophy, mine and Jimmy's philosophy is that the goal is to get your nutrients from real whole foods. Um, there are times where we do rely on certain products, but those products are, uh, peely nuts. Uh, they're, are those fat bombs. They're great. Drop an F bomb. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're great. It, it's, it's things like that, those Paleo Valley meat sticks. Um, since we do so much traveling, sometimes those things are necessary. Um, mm-hmm. and we realize that not everybody's, schedule. I mean, if you want to have a meal replacement shake now and again, or if you want mm-hmm. to drink your bulletproof coffee in the morning because mm-hmm. you're on the go, that's fine. We we try to meet people where they are, but the goal is to get the real whole food. And another thing that we like to say is that if you can't afford the grass-fed beef, free-range eggs, or you know organic vegetables at first that's fine just make the best choices you can the goal is to get there
0: indeed to make it practical and that's what you incorporate in uh, the real food keto uh, book that you just came out with do I have the title correct
2: yes yeah real food keto and so
0: what what can listeners find there is it kind of a a turnkey operation on um, uh, initiating a keto program for the average person
1: you know, Ron, I've lo- I've uh, written quite a few uh, keto books now, <laughs> and I've got a few more coming in. Starting 2019.
0: with Keto Clarity, that was twenty fourteen, right?
1: That's right. It kind of kicked off the whole movement, um, and so. I think the keto message is getting out there pretty loud and clear. What's not getting out there loud and clear are some of the other ancillary things that go along with a ketogenic diet. So when my wife, Christine, went through the nutritional therapy practitioner program to become an NTP, I was like, wow, so much of this stuff that she's spouting off, and you've already heard a little bit of it here today, I didn't know any of that stuff. And it's and it's complementary to the information of a ketogenic ketogenic diet. So, yes, you will get keto information at the front part of the book. But to me, the magic of the book is what you get in the backside of the book, uh, because nutritional therapy is is shining loud and clear.
2: Yeah. So what we wanted to include in the book, you don't hear a lot about digestion. So if your digestion is off, then you're pretty much doomed from the start. Mm-hmm. No amount of good diet is going to help you. So uh, we wrote a chapter in there about digestion. We wrote a chapter in there. A lot of people neglect water as a a nutrient but it's the fourth macronutrient in my opinion uh, because it's it's necessary to um, get the nutrients into your cells and it regulates your body temperature so many things and water is the most common nutritional deficiency in America Um, so we wrote about that we wrote about the endocrine system and And how if your blood sugar is wonky, there's really no hope in regulating your hormones until you get your blood sugar under control. We write about detoxification. We have a couple of chapters in there, which, which I really love. Uh, one chapter dedicated to minerals and we do signs and, and symptoms of deficiencies of each mineral. And we talk about the benefits of each mineral and then we do the same thing for vitamins. And in the back of the book, we have a list of food sources for each mineral and vitamin. So this is just a, a resource, plus, plus Maria Emberg with her recipes. We have 50 recipes in the back of the book, too, from her, and she's just she's wonderful with her recipes. And so we feel like that um, this book could help a lot of people who maybe are stuck, who have hit a plateau and, and really don't know what else to, to look at. People don't consider these things like digestion.
0: Okay, we'll get into some of that in uh, part two, because as our listeners know, we divide our podcast into two parts. We're talking today to uh, Christine Moore and Jimmy Moore. Uh, They're uh, the dynamic duo who espouse uh, a ketogenic diet. Uh, Live in La Vida Low Carb is the uh, blog of Jimmy Jimmy Moore, and uh, he's also the host of the Living Low Carb Show it's actually it's livin low carb you are a southerner jimmy right <laughs> yeah so we yeah, livin
1: we'll liv we drop in Levita low carb show yeah
0: livin Levita low carb okay so um, we'll be right back with more on the subject with the moors we'll be back i'm dr ronald hoffman and this is the intelligent medicine podcast